Hi, this is Carrie Rule, a titan of the publishing industry. Titan? You're, you're a titan of the publishing industry. You're huge. You're, okay, you're, there's okay, no one, okay. There's, there's nothing larger than Napa Valley Life magazine. Okay, a titan of the publishing industry here in the Napa Valley. I've got Judd busy searching out fabulous new events for me to cover for my Napa Valley Life magazine. So I'm introducing today's show. Hey, uh, Carrie, how does this sound? The, the Napa Valley Mayonnaise and Mustache Festival. Are you interested in that? Ew. Okay, I'll scratch, okay. I'll scratch that maybe, one maybe, let's, let's go back to the drawing board. This episode features singer, broadcaster, and Napa Valley personality, the lovely Kelly Fuller. Hear her share her intriguing and inspiring stories with Judd. It's a fine show, to be sure. Before we start, I'd like to invite you to visit Judd at his family winery, Judd's Hill, at the south end of Silverado Trail here in the beautiful Napa Valley. Visiting information can be found at judshill.com. While online, have fun with the quirky winery videos. Try out some fab wine pairing recipes and put some wine in your cart. As a perk for being a listener, type in the code coupon code JNVS at checkout and get 15% off your entire wine order. For a better deal, then join the Judd's Hill Wine Club. And for even more Napa Valley lifestyle fabulousness, check out NapaValleyLifeMagazine.com. And now, enjoy the show. Get ready for another heap of fascinating things to know. From witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show. No sales script and no rehearsing. Live from a Napa studio. You may be that intriguing person on Dad's Napa Valley Show. Pardon me, I'll have a Chardonnay. A marvelous date, it's hard to say. I know we never talk about the Sauvignon Blanc. It's a must-have on the podcast. It's Judd's Napa Valley Show. You can't ease this flow if I elaborate over a Cabernet. My buddy's the truth. You should study my man Juddy and learn something new. Greetings to you, wine lovers, food lovers, music lovers, thrill seekers, conversationalists, all across the fruited plain. Ladies and gentlemen, let's give a tremendous hand for our host, a very nice person, Judd Finkelstein. <laughs> Good morning, Lauren Mole. How are you? Top of the you? day, Judd. Top of the day. I love these new intros you're doing. A little more elaborate, a little more in-depth, a little more kooky. Well done, sir. Thanks. You're welcome. How are you? I'm doing fine. What's new you? in the world of Lauren? Well, Judd, I am so happy and overjoyed. Tell me why. The Golden State Warriors are NBA champions! Hey, how about that? Oh, yeah. High five across the desk. Ouch. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. You got brass knuckles on there? What was that? Woo! That was a slap. Right on. How about them Warriors? Oh, yeah. What else is going on? Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. I, w- I want to talk about... I'm, I am happy about the Warriors. Sure, that's very exciting here in the Bay Area. But something even more exciting happened this past week that we really haven't touched on and I think needs to be brought up. It was your birthday. That's right. Tell me, what'd you do? Oh, we had my grandparents and uh, my uncle uh, down here. My grandparents from Lake Almanor, my uncle from San Pablo. Oh, everybody came up to help you celebrate? They did. Did you guys uh, go out and 
raise a ruckus? Did you have a little cake and ice cream? Did you blow out some candles? What'd you do? Uh, well, we went to the new Dom Pericos uh, downtown. Oh, nice. Nice. How is it? Yeah, it, it looks good, both inside and out. And they opened in their new location. and They did. Food's as tasty as ever. Oh, man. Still the same great food, just a different location. Just a new location. And did you have a little uh, celebratory toast with a margarita or a cerveza or something? No. You didn't have a drink? Uh, well, I did. I just had like a, some dark Mexican-ish ale. Ale. Wonderful. Excellent. You're a beer guy. You know, I I've been I've been out with you before. Sometimes. Um, and you, you go for the beer. Well, that's good. That's fun. Um, did you get any uh, special gift, uh, life advice, anything you want to talk about for your birthday? Well, I got, uh, I got a, a picture frame that's actually in, this, in the shape of a TV set. Oh, no kidding. And you could put your picture in there with the microphone and maybe headphones, and it says, On Air, Lauren Morrill. I'm already, I'm already putting it together for you. That's great. Well, there you go. Okay. I well, like I'm glad you like that. That sounds very nice. Happy birthday, sir. Thank you. Let me be the first on the air. Am I the first on the air to wish you happy birthday? I think you are. Oh, good, good. Anybody else who wants to wish you happy birthday can go to your fan club and leave a, a note there. Okay. That's right. Yeah, so what, what's been going on with you, John? Anything going on over at the winery? Oh, well, let's see. Uh, thanks for asking. You know, making wine, getting ready for harvest. It's going to be here before... We know it with this warm weather we're having. You know, grapes are on the vine already. It's amazing. But what's going on particularly? Well, here's some fun stuff that's happening. It's Judd's Hill related, but not really happening at Judd's Hill. The first is July 31st. We are, we being Judd's Hill, uh, presenting Yucapalooza at Oxbow, the fifth annual, I think, at this point. And that is a wonderful evening, uh, kind of a mini ukulele festival, and my band, the Maikai Gents, uh, playing old-time Hawaiian music, will anchor the night. We'll be there playing all night from 6 to 9, but we'll only play a few songs, and then we'll invite anybody who has a ukulele, who's brought along a ukulele, to come up and perform a couple tunes. What else do we do? There's going to be, I think, ukulele vendor there. There's going to be Retro Diva, one of the Bay Area's premier vendors of vintage Aloha wear, so if you don't have anything to wear, you can pick something up there. The Oxbow Merchants, many of whom will be doing uh, island-style specials for the night. And there'll be specials on Judd's Hill Wine, of course, too. So that's fun. It's free, and it is a benefit for Voices, the uh, youth program here in Napa, which is a wonderful, wonderful organization helping kids, just help helping the youth of our community get through life. And it's free, so how does it benefit them? Well, that's kind of up to them. In the past, they've done a raffle with some really cool prizes, and just buy some tickets and support them. And the very next night, August 1st, we'll have not quite a repeat, but my band will be playing again. And Retro Diva, the 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 dealer of vintage Aloha wear, will be back. And this is actually at Judd's Hill. This is August 1st. It's our annual Lobster Luau Wine Fest. So more fun, more music huge feast of crustaceans and Judd's Hill wine, and that's tons of fun. And all this information can be found at Judd'sHill.com by clicking on our events page. Well, and then that's that. Yes, sir. Wow, that's great, Judd. Yeah. And what some of our listeners do not know, Judd, is that this is the first time uh, these events will have happened since the earthquake. The, yes, that's true. That's true. Um, both Yucapalooza and the Lobster Luau. We didn't even do the Lobster Luau last year. And look what happened. We had an earthquake. So from now on, every year, we have to have a Lobster Luau Wine Fest. Lauren Mole. Yes, Judd. We've got a lot of show. We do. And I want to start it. Okay. Can you help me with that? Uh, sure. I, I think I can. Wonderful. Let's do that. Okay, Judd. Great. Today's guest is sweet like grape jelly. A fave voice from here to New Delhi. Through this show, we'll now plow 
because she's here with us now. Our good friend, Mrs. Fuller. It's Kelly! Hey! <laughs> what a, that's the best intro I've ever received. Isn't welcome that wonderful? Back, welcome back, Kelly. Thank you, Lauren. It was such a treat to see you here. I forgot that you do all the announcements on the Judd Show. That's right. And then here you are. And Judd, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Kelly Fuller, back in the studio. Back in the studio. Yeah, back you, in the saddle. You, for years and years, were the voice of the mornings here in Napa Valley at KVYN. Yes, now there's no voice in the morning. I'm sleeping. Oh, your, no, your no, voice. No, my voice. Yes. There's no my voice in the morning. Yeah, because, because, <laughs> because I'm sli- Unless I'm sleep talking. And you're saving your voice because I'm you are now the it. voice of the evenings. You are the, the <laughs> sultry songstress, Kelly Fuller. Yes. And we just let Bob do the mornings now. Good morning, Bob. Bob. Bob's, yeah. Bob St. Laurent. Indeed, indeed. I'm so happy to have you here. You walked Thank in. You. It was like a reunion, homecoming. Everybody was. was coming over to get hugs and say hi oh my and gosh. welcome back. That's I mean, I, feel still, good, right? I still miss it. I still miss everybody and, and the show. So, yeah, this is very good memories were made here. Yeah, yeah. You were the host for, what, five or so years? Five, five years I did Kelly in the Morning. Yeah. Man. Well, I know I'm in good hands because I might I might keel over at any moment, not to give away too what? much. But this well, I do know CPR, but I hope I don't have to use it this no, morning. That wasn't not, in the contract. It's not going to be that bad. Just give me a pillow is all I'm saying. Okay. My eyes popped open a little after three this morning. <gasps> what? They popped open. Why? And I thought to myself, I never heard back from Kelly. Is she coming to do the show or is she not? Yes. And we have been having just a horrible (laughs) nightmare of an email server problem. Yeah. And so I'm sure it just got lost. It was on my calendar and I thought he said he was going to get back to me with details and he never did. So I'm frantically emailing Judd last (laughs) night going, please call me, please, you know, tell me. But I was prepared. I set my alarm and I said, I know Thank how you. it feels to Thank have a you. guest no show. Thank you very and much. And I would not do that to you. Well, and I checked my email <laughs> at three in the morning and I saw that you were there. So I... <laughs> Send you something. I'm not going to yeah. call her right now, but oh yeah, man! Thank you. But I've been up since then. Because but I actually my brain's left my going. phone on all night. Did you really? Seriously? Because oh I thought gosh. you know it, it would have been okay if you would have called me. Oh, I mean, well, I'm honored. I just didn't. <laughs> I know how horrible that is to think. Okay, I have to fill an hour and I have no guest. Oh, so oh. well, I've got Lauren. We can. We that's can true. You her. have Lauren, so yeah. that that's true. But I'm happy you're here. We need to find <laughs> out about you. I mean, for years the community has known you as you know the voice and through your MC work and charity stuff and all that stuff. But, mm-hmm. but who is Kelly Fuller? Uh-oh. Let us find out. Who, you, you're, you were pretty much a local girl. You grew up here in the Napa, or Napa I Vallejo. I, I was born in Vallejo yeah. and we lived in Vallejo until I was nine. And we actually were pretty poor. And, and we lived in uh, the, like the projects and, you know, it's, it's uh, and it was, those were actually really good times. <laughs> yeah. I have to say. Well, good. And my, you know, I still, part of my heart still lives in Vallejo with a lot of my family, but we moved here when I was nine and then I grew up, rest of my life I've been in Napa. What are those good early memories? You know, what, what? Um, you know, I think it was hard on my mom. She was a single mom, mm. three babies, and just kind of one of those things where a very young marriage, you know, teenage marriage and, and uh, dad was out of the picture mm. and left mom with three babies and she just was a fabulous mother. And um, we didn't, re- we weren't really aware that we were poor. So she stressed, but we had a good time. Oh, My good mom's mom. real creative and, and she's a very happy person. And she's we still just, around and yeah. Oh so yeah. She get yeah, to enjoy that too. Yes. Oh good. Good. Yeah. Good, good. She lives in Washington now, but that definitely, she was just here. The whole family was here for my daughter's high school graduation. I'm old. What? I'm old. Um, Your daughter's graduated now? My daughter off? just graduated. I think of her just this little kid, like oh. the first time I met her, this little kid yeah. that's like stuck yeah. in my head. Really? I know. Just wait. Just wait, Judd. 
Yeah, it's coming. Darling little girls, and it'll be here before you know it. I can wait. I can wait. Oh well, good for mom. And was she very? You know, what was your? Was your path? I mean, you're very involved now in the arts and music. Was that right. always your thing? And did arts she encourage that? Like, was that part of your? I think she, it terrified her. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know that she want. My mother, um, while she has a beautiful singing voice, she sounds something like Karen Carpenter. Oh wow! Um, horrible stage fright. Horrible. Oh no! And uh, my my biological father is a musician. And oh. so I don't think she saw that as a very positive thing in the early years that, oh, gosh, <laughs> you know, I don't need my daughter to do that. But she always supported me in everything I wanted to do. But no, I knew from a very early, I was singing and dancing. My mom says, you know, be, right from before I could even walk. You were singing. And, and yeah, dance. I was uh, moving around and singing <laughs> to the, I mean, along with the radio and everything. And um, <laughs> Home movies, where are they? Yeah, right. But you know, in, in, in first grade, our teacher said, draw a picture of what you want to be when you grow up. And I drew a picture of me standing on a stage with a microphone. Wow. And that was in first grade. In first grade. And I had that picture seven forever. Years old. And, and I don't have it anymore. But and now 20 years later, you're 21. Yes, 21. 21, okay. Three, I'm not four, counting. Five, how cool. So that has yeah. been, that's so the been your path. So the arts have always been, you know, always been my path. And I guess because Napa is such a community-minded place to live, I've just always really been interested in community service. Mm-hmm. From a very young age, I started volunteering at a uh, rest home when I was about 12, 13 years old. It was just down the street from where I lived. And I just went, walked in one day and said, I want to volunteer and they said, great. And I'm sure I was doing things that you'd never be allowed to do now as a child. <laughs> I mean, I was like, taking care of these elderly people. You're changing bedpans? and Just about. Uh, really? Yeah. Wow. And I, you know, I fed them. Good for you. I sat with them. I listened to their stories. Oh, that's wonderful. Good. It was awesome. I loved it. Well, that seems to be part of your nature as well, not to just to be, you know, this creative, artistic, musical person, but you're... You're caring and you're nurturing and, and the, the just, charity work that you're involved in. That's just how I, I mean, that's just, I, I came out of the womb like that, I guess. I don't really even know. My mom's a nurse. Oh, okay. very well, A very nurturing person. Right and yeah, she's she's the, has that healing touch. You know, some people just, they, they, they can just touch you and you go, oh my gosh, I can tell that you can heal with your hands. You oh, know, wonderful. what my mom's like. So, well, yeah. How lucky for you to have yes. that. Yes. And then your studies, you just continued with the arts, correct? You know, in college, I, yes, I did. fine arts. Yes, and... yes, I sure did. I went to Napa Valley College mm-hmm. and got an Associate of Arts in um, Performing Arts and in Humanities and in General Education. <laughs> Lots of studies. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I, I actually uh, studied opera and classical voice for several years with William Gorton. Has that has that been something you've pursued? Have you performed opera? Um, once. I, I went ahead and, and did a, I auditioned for one opera with North Bay Opera Company, and I got into La Traviata. Wow, that's the a biggie. Chorus. And it, I'm glad I did it, but I said, this is not for me. Really? What was it about opera? Oh, my gosh. It's so intense. It seems grueling. It's, it's grueling. And and to to memorize everything in a foreign language, but it's fun, but it's just grueling. And I just was like, mm. you know, I'm glad I did it. But I'm done. And I had an agent at the time. I really started to take off with my music career mm. in the early years and then put a stop to it to raise my children. Uh, well, that's, yeah. that's important, too. Mm-hmm. Not just, I'm, I mean, I'm looking at some of these notes I made. It's just, I, know, I don't I've know done where to so go. so many crazy things. Well, I know, I've done. Well, with your singing, what is this Miss America program? You were involved oh in the gosh. Miss America program? I was. Um, so I needed scholarship money. To go to college, I really, you know, my, my family wasn't able to 
pay my way to college. And so I was looking into opportunities and I had met Miss Sonoma County. There was no Miss Napa County at the time. Really? What happened in Napa County? Well, oh, what was the matter with us? that's a whole little, little a... dark story, actually. Really? That some the people that were running it back in the 70s absconded with the money. And it crashed and burned like <laughs> in the 70s, which is another story because actually myself and, a, and another woman, we brought it back. No kidding. <laughs> we did in 92. But You were the um, savior of Miss Napa well, County. Got it, got it rolling again. So I met. Right, I'm going to ask you a dumb question. <laughs> okay. Is there currently a Miss Napa County? There is. Why Absolutely. aren't I aware of these things? Why and, don't people and, tell me these things? Yeah, it's you. You can find the Facebook page really? if you wanted to. Yeah, but I but I became Miss Sonoma County. Long story short, you were Miss Sonoma. I County. I was Miss Sonoma County because there was no Miss Napa County, so that made me eligible. So somebody from Napa could enter. Yeah, I think I think I ticked off a lot of people. I would but, say, but, yeah. You know, <laughs> And it was tough. I mean, I actually have not been involved with the program for a very long time. But back then, um, you had to audition to even be in the competition. And they selected 10 out of 50. And I remember walking in thinking, oh, my gosh, this is so not my ballpark. I mean, I'm a pageant, really. <laughs> and I have to wear a swimsuit. And I was just like, what am I doing here? And I walked and I was always an ugly duckling growing up. Oh, come on. Oh, oh I wish I'd brought pictures. We'll find some, but I, I, I don't believe I it was for a second. Abs- but. I wa- Thank you for okay. saying that. Very kind of you. But I was absolutely a nerd, which I'm proud of now. Well, yeah, that's nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, but back then, it was. <laughs> and <laughs> I was a total nerd, and I was very much an ugly duckling. Mm-mm. So I just thought, well, I'll go on my Facebook page because I've posted pictures. Anyway. Is this your Facebook page, Kelly Fuller Sings? No. Oh, my, no. Go to my personal. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, so yeah. So, but I did it because there was a lot of scholarship money involved. Mm. Didn't expect to even make top 10. Almost walked out at the audition. I looked around at all these, you know, women, these young women going, I don't belong here. I am not a pageant girl. And finally went, okay. But see, 50% at the time, 50% of the score was talent. And you have that. And I could sing. And your talent is an asset. You could sing. You probably interviewed well. They do an interview. Right. I did. I did interview well. I was just very natural and comfortable. Mm. And, um, so I was surprised to make top 10, and I was like, that's good enough for me. That's, I'm happy now. So I didn't expect to win at all. Not at all. And is there a little money in the top 10, too? Or Yep. There was money at every level. Yeah. and then, Top 10, you would have had a little something for school. But yes, absolutely. You kept on going. Kept on going. Went to Miss California and really was swallowed up. I had so much fun, but I was a small town girl competing mm. against these Young women from LA with their pageant coaches. Oh, so they had their, trainers oh, and stylists. Oh, they had trainers. And, yeah, they had everything. And yeah. I was just this little country bumpkin. Seriously, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I mean, I was—I had never been on a plane. It was that my was your first, first time. time on an airplane. How old were you? So these college, you what, eighteen, nineteen? When you're doing well, this? at this point, I, I was twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah. I had just turned twenty-one. Oh, okay. So I graduated high school at eighteen, right before I turned nineteen in mm-hmm. August. And I was doing local college, and I was selling shoes at Kramer's. Yeah, do you remember Kramer's? I do remember here in Napa. Yes. Yeah. On First Street. I thought of that so, in a long time. Commission based, and I was really good at selling. Yeah, I'll bet you were. <laughs> I could sell anything to anyone. <laughs> so yeah, so I sold a lot of floor shimes, mm-hmm. a lot of SAS. It's good <laughs> and stuff. And that's what I was doing to put myself through college, but and to pay for my. I moved out when I was twenty. So. Got yourself yeah. on an airplane. Got where, myself where on an airplane. Where was the pageant? Air- in San Diego. San Diego. So I'd never been anywhere. Because even though we moved to Napa, it was a far cry from how we were living in Vallejo. We, mm-hmm. we now had, 
you know, a nice house and all that. But we were still on the lower income side as far as there were five children and, you know, money was tight. So we still didn't do anything. We we, we just went earlier from three kids to now there's five. Five. And then there were six. Oh. Yeah. Because then they had a baby. So it was yours, mine and ours. I see. I see. Big family. (laughs) Big family. But you were Miss Sonoma. I was Miss Sonoma County. Okay, what were some of your duties? I'm sorry. We should probably move on from this, but I'm fascinated. (laughs) Parades. And I don't see any breaks scheduled here. So we're just going to keep talking. (laughs) Well, I don't have any problem talking. Okay. Um, Yeah, we did some parades. I did every single parade in Sonoma County. And I told them, I was so excited to to win this title. I said, I want to do everything I can possibly do as Miss Sonoma County. I want to sing. I want to speak. I want to do everything. They loved it. It was good for the program. I had stuff every week. All around everything. Sonoma County. All over. And since you're from Napa, did they schedule stuff over here too? Or No. No. No, I just did everything in Sonoma She's County. She's from Napa, but to heck with the rest of you. <laughs> We're keeping her. Good for yeah, you. Yeah, it was fun. I sang and I, and I could speak and I went to the fairs and I... Sash and a tiara? Uh, yeah. Fabulous. <laughs> no, actually a crown. What? Crown? Miss, Miss America has a crown. Oh my goodness. Yes. I did all that. Wow. <laughs> it was really fun. So that was your reign was for a year. I a year. It. And yes. then was it was it hard to give up? You know, it was it is kind of sad because you know, the committee becomes your family. Mm-hmm. I was very close with them. We did a lot of traveling together and but you know, it's okay. Okay. Life moves on. It does. Let's okay, so let's move on to okay. I mean <laughs> I'm fascinated by this, but there's so I, much. I should have brought my crown this morning. Oh, you have it still? <laughs> of course I do. Oh my goodness. In this little Miss America official box. All right. All the right. official cushion inside. Photo ops. <laughs> next time out. Yes. When's your next gig? I actually know when your next gig is. You I do? wrote this down. Oh, yes, it's geez. it's uh, July 24th. And funny enough, it's not here in Napa. It's, it's in Sonoma. Sonoma. <laughs> they love you there. We love you too, but Sonoma Valley Jazz Society. Yes. Yes, sir. So what's the gig yeah. where you will be wearing your crown? I can't. You're sing? not allowed to wear it once you once you're oh. no longer the reigning queen. You you can't wear it anymore. Can it be on like the stool next yes. to you where you keep your water sure. bottle? Yes, I could do that. I just kind of feel like that was a really long time ago. So, I do have a new tiara though oh. that I can wear. Yes, I um, was at the CP Thrift. And now I'm, I'm a, as I said, I'm a big thrift store shopper. You are. And there was the most. This is known about you. Yeah, I, everything I'm wearing today is from the thrift store. Really? Everything. I'm Very well my done. shoes. Um, I found the most gorgeous tiara. <laughs> I mean, it is huge. It is sparkly. And it was like $15. Tiaras are expensive. And I was so excited. I bought it and I wore it out of the store. No kidding. Lauren, are you picturing this? How many tiaras do you own, Lauren Mole? Zero. Zero tiaras. We'll We're going to have that. to change that. Yes. Even I myself, well, I guess. You uh, must have at least one somewhere in that house. I've, I have. No? Two, no? No, no, no. I'm counting them okay. up is what okay. I'm doing here. Okay. Several. Let's just say several. Well, okay. Yeah. I guess they're not mine personally. Well, I have tiara and But, you know, vicariously, I own these. I like everything that sparkles. Yeah. I, I love in a very sparkly house love with it. all the femininity in there. Yes. And there are many tiaras. Good. And they get worn. I have a lot of costumes. Yeah. I have so many costumes that last night, my one of my wardrobe, what do they call it? You know, the wardrobe hangers that you, you buy to put extra things on. In your, does, that, does everyone have one of those? Yeah, wardrobe hangers to put extra things the in. The bar, yeah. doesn't mm-hmm. everyone have that? Um, it fell over. Uh, no, wow. It broke. You're hardcore. It's, yeah. 
I love costumes. <laughs> and, well, you love thrifting, which you can usually find great stuff. Mm-hmm. You were just telling me you went to, was it uh, DJ Rotten Robbie did yes. his... Um, time Machine? Ti- thank you. The Time yes. Machine, where each hour was a different decade. Yeah. Did you do the costume I was going to do that, and then I had to work up until almost the last minute, so oh. I didn't have a lot of time to gather everything, so I just wore one costume. Oh, and what was that? It was 70s bling. Oh. So a total sequined... Yeah. Like a dress, and then I had black... Mm, shiny leatherette pants <laughs> and boots. So, yeah. Right on, I kind of look like a disco ball. <laughs> Why I had the shape and everything for a disco ball. Oh, get out of town. There you go again. <laughs> Stop that. Well, you know, I'm a little heavier than I used to be back in my pageant days. All right, days. we're moving on. We're talk about that. <laughs> but I like it. I like it. Voluptuousness is good. Absolutely. Oh, that's a good word. Voluptuousness. Voluptuousness. Is that a word? Can I... Why not? Voluptuous. Voluptuousness. If something is in the state of being voluptuous, it's it's full of voluptuousness. Voluptuosity. Yeah. Oh, jinx. Oh. Kelly. Okay. You owe him a Coke. Uh, Ah. That's right. I'm off sugar. It's okay. Spared you on that one. And then how did the the, the whole kind of personality, professional personality career get going with the radio and the appearances and the emceeing? It was just an accident. It wasn't planned. Uh, the radio was a, wasn't was just a crazy thing. I I never ever dreamed, never thought for one second about radio, other than to listen to it. Apparently, there was a they needed an evening DJ here at the station on the FM side. Oh, here at KVYN. Yes, at KVYN, and uh, Rob Dowdy, who was the music programmer at the time, is a good friend of ours, and he talked to my husband Tom and said, "Hey, you should tell Kelly they're looking for an evening DJ." Hmm. I said, "Really? Nah." I don't think so. I don't know the first thing about radio. And yeah, you should do it. I think you could do it. And he and Tom were both kind of talked me into it. So I came down and Ro- downtown Ron Brown. You know downtown Ron Brown, Lauren? Yeah, 95.3. Yeah. Oh, K-U-I-C. Yes. <laughs> I think he knows him. I think he knows him. He, he mentored me and taught me how to do it. It was pre-recorded show, just music and then talking during the breaks and pre-recorded. They threw it on the you know, on the oh. computer, and it would play at night. So you didn't have to come in. No, yeah, I was still birthing babies at that time, which we haven't talked about yet. But anyway, I was birthing babies, helping people birth babies, and and so I could come in at any time. <laughs> not not myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I would just, I'd even pop in at midnight. I could be at a long birth, like a really long labor, mm-hmm. and I could tell she was had a long ways to go. So I'd skip out. I'm going to give you a couple hours to rest, and I'd come down to the station two in the morning, and I'd do my show and go back. So yeah, and then after um, about nine, nine, ten months of that, um, was this a nightly show? It was. It was five nights a week, Monday mm-hmm. through Friday. And uh, Jeff Sheckman, who was a general manager at the time, wanted to said, "Come into my office, I need to talk to you." I thought, "Oh, they're gonna let me go," mm. you know, which is fine. I was doing it for free, so <laughs> I didn't right. care. I really didn't care. I was like, you know, I'm kind of getting bored anyway. I don't know. I'm done. And he goes, "You know, we'd love for you to do the morning show," and I said, "Oh." Okay, do I have to get up in the morning? No, 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 it's recorded. It's the same thing you're doing, but you're going to take breaks for for our little inserts of news. Mm-hmm. you know. But you can still come in in the middle of the night and record it and everything. Oh, okay. I go, don't make me go live. And he said, no, 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 no. It's, okay, fine. So a couple of weeks of that, I need to talk to you. Oh, man, are you kidding me? I go in there. He goes, we want you to do a live show. I'm like, no. Uh-uh. Really? No. You with all no. of your stage presence and... I, they, they wanted me to do an interview, you know, interview show. It was a hybrid of talk and music. I was going to produce it and decide about what the segments were going to be and, you know, completely come up with this five day a week morning show and do it live in the morning. No, I don't know what I'm doing. No. 
And he finds this, will you at least think about it? Okay, I'll think about it. Were they going to pay you? Yes. Okay, good. And uh, I said, all right. I don't know. Tom says, you can do it. I know you can. So I finally said, okay, what the heck? I guess I'll give it a try. And that was it. That was it. That was it. became Miss Napa Valley Morning, from Miss Sonoma to Miss Mornings of Napa Valley. And I was so scared, Judd. Let me tell you that when I first started, because it was live and it was a completely different setup with the board and the sound and everything, all the computers I had and everything going on, I was so scared that I got sick. I mean, I was like literally came down with the flu because I was so horrified. And then I thought, oh my gosh, I'm not saving lives here. I mean, because I kind of did when I was in the birth world. (laughs) There were times when I had to act to save a life. And I went, oh, okay. And then after that, I was fine. Put it in perspective. I put it in perspective. And I went, this is fun. That's good. That's good. (laughs) It took me a little while. My first time working here at the station was 1989. Was it? It was 1989. And I had met, I believe it was Don DeFisi was the morning guy in the 80s on KVYN. He came and talked at our school and said, if anybody wants to come down... And see how it works. Come on down. So I went down. A buddy and I drove down one morning, got permission from our teacher, watched him do a shift. I thought it was really cool. And it turned out they had need for somebody to empty trash cans or do something. So I said, I'll do it. And then I never got to do it because before that even started, they said, actually, what we need now is somebody to run the Sunday morning. You have to be here. I think it was like 6 a.m. <clears throat> on Sunday morning. It wasn't Swap Shop, was it? No. It was just put on... The Casey Kasem Top 40. Oh, my gosh. Just run it. And it came on record albums, so vinyl. Did, what? It came in vinyl every week. And did you have to talk on the air? Not at all. Just, I said nothing. Okay. Just here's okay. how you put on a record. You know, here's the needle goes here. <laughs> and here's how you stop for a commercial. Actually, a lot of the commercials were already in the record, I think. Oh, that was a long time ago. So I did that for one or two weeks. That's it. And then I got a call. Oh my we need someone to do the show Sunday nights, but it's a live show. Are you seeing a pattern here on yeah, how we do things yeah, exactly. at the station? This is this how long ago? 1989. So I went down. I said, I don't know. I don't. I've never put in a CD. I've never. They had carts back then. Yes, carts, for like, the yeah. Little never used that. I've tapes. never even turned on the microphone. <laughs> don't worry. The DJ before you will train you. Yeah, that's how. You it know, was just really sit in for his shift. <laughs> I got there. He must have had a date he needed to get to. He's like, all right. Here's how you turn on the microphone. Yeah. You know, follow this clock for the music. I got to go. No, I mean, really nothing. Yeah. I had nothing. I, I don't think I spoke. It's scary. Hardly. It was so scary. scary. I didn't want to go back the next week. My folks had to talk me into it. You know, just like. I got a little bit of training and it was funny because Ron, I think he said, Ron can sit with you for the first morning and after that you're on your own. Yeah. I had one morning. Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <sighs> well, I must have impressed somebody because 24 years later, they asked me to come back. You know? Yeah, <laughs> and I love your show. Well, thanks. It was fun. It was really fun to do that. And, and, you know, and I, I, I met some cool people. A secret. And, what's that? Oh, do I've you need ne- to tell it on the... I've never shared this. Oh, Lauren? I'm going to share it with do you, you wanna though. Do you want to do your exclusive about, thing that about, you do? About my... Is this a it's a Judd's Napa Valley Show exclusive. It is. Okay, I'm not going to name names, but when I first started working here... There was a gal who worked, we used to have news people, and she didn't like me. Oh. And she was really mean to me. Oh, no. <laughs> this is like, I've never told anybody this. Well, except for my husband. Um, <laughs> so she used to do things to try to mess me up when I first started here. Oh, how awful. <laughs> but it actually, I mean, it worked out because she eventually got fired. But what's funny is that I never, I never told on her. I never told the boss or anything. Mm-mm. I don't even know if he knows. 
the things she was doing. She used to try to um, like not be in her room when it was time to go to the news. So I'd have to fill. And yeah. Wow. <laughs> and I know I'm say, silent right now, but my know, eyebrows are she, raised. She used to say wow. really mean things to me. Really, That's really, really mean. When I you're know. In radio, you got it. You got to be there I for think, the team. I think the issue was that she was a radio person, like that was her dream, uh, and I got the prime job. I, I walked see. in off the street like jealousy. nobody, and um, yeah. So that was I was also dealing with that. So I was terrified. Interesting. If she had worked with you, maybe endeared herself, you, she would have been more part of the show. Maybe she you might have even her ended up bits. being my sidekick or something. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I know. But anyway, so I've never shared that. Oh, I thought man. I can share it now. Nobody would know who she was. Actually, a couple of times people would call in and say, who is that girl? She's so rude. She would even be rude on air to me. Wow. Yeah, I know. Can yeah. you believe it? I, well, I, I mean, people are people. I guess I can believe some people can be like that. But that's anyway. That's so just kind of a little a little secret, a little tidbit that I'm sharing with your listeners, because, you know. The, the things that it's happen. Just a little bit of dirt. Things that go on behind the scenes. You never know what's really going on. Yeah. We've been talking, talking, talking. Mm-hmm. We haven't heard any singing. We're talking the talk. Let's oh, walk the walk. Can we okay. hear something of yours? Oh, I'd love that. I have my brand new debut album. Let's hear something. Yes, I, I worked. I took a part-time job for a year. And then I stayed there because I loved it so much. At Napa River Inn, by the way, concierge. <sighs> um, to pay for this album. I wanted to raise the money myself. Mm. And it's very expensive yeah. to do an album, but it's so rewarding. So the, the the title track is Too Darn Hot. That was my music producer's idea for naming the album. Mike Greensill. Mike Greensill, a former guest on this very show and one of the greatest jazz so pianist, much. accompanist. Com- can you say that three it, times? No, so like I cannot. Great piano, piano player. player for singers. <laughs> <laughs> we think alike, Judd. Yeah, so he's, he's wonderful. He's the music producer on this album. He's also playing... Uh, the piano, and you're going to hear John Watala on bass and Vince Ladiano on drums. And this is the title title track. track. It's too darn hot. It's too darn hot. I'd like to fool with my baby tonight Break every rule With my baby tonight I'd like to fool with my baby tonight Break every rule with my baby tonight But pillow you'll be my baby tonight Cause it's too darn hot It's too darn hot It's too darn hot I'd like to call on my baby tonight And give my all to my baby tonight I'd like to call on my baby tonight Give my all to my baby tonight But I can't play ball with my baby tonight Cause it's too darn hot According to the Kinsey Report Every average man you know much prefers to play his favorite sport when the temperature is low but when the thermometer goes way up and the weather is sizzling hot mr pants for romance is not cause it's
rich man you know Much prefers his lovey-dovey to court when the temperature is low But when the thermometer goes way up and the weather is sizzling hot Mr. Gob for his squab, a marine for his queen, a GI for his cutie pie is not That was Kelly Fuller with Too Darn Hot on Judd's Napa Valley Show. Right on, Kelly Fuller, our guest right here. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thanks for bringing that along. Really fun. Fun little gem of a song. <laughs> How was the process of putting a CD together? How do you even choose which songs you want to feature and that was showcase tough. your own talents? That was really tough, Judd, because there's... I love so many songs. Mm -hmm. So it was just a matter of looking at the ones that I had been singing for a while that I was very comfortable with and just started with a huge group and started paring it down and working with Mike on that, of course, that, you know, it, it, it just, we just pared it down one by one. And, but it actually is a little more ballad heavy than maybe it should have been if there's a should, but that's what I kind of do best are ballads. So when Mike is, you know, guiding me and, and mentoring me and he's like, well, Kelly, we probably might want to have a couple more up-tempo numbers in there. <laughs> but other than that, I think it turned out okay. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. So folks Thanks. want to pick that up. How do they do that? Okay. Well, right now it, it's fair. It's very new and I've been just in this whole high school graduation thing, but I'm going to be putting it up on iTunes and Amazon. <laughs> I haven't done that yet. So right now I just have the hot little CDs, the two darn hot CDs in my hand. So you have um, to come see you. You have to come see me right now. <laughs> July 24th, Sonoma July Valley 20- Jazz Society. Yes. It'll be at the bistro, you know, that little bistro right on the square, just a little ways down from the Sebastiani Theater. And the bistro has a room in the back where they have live entertainment. Okay, wonderful. And yeah, it's really fun. There's no cover. You and can folks just... can find out by going to kellyfuller.com. They sure can. Kelly being K-E-L-L-I-E. Yes. F-U-L-L-E-R. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And your Facebook you. page, Kelly Fuller Sings. That's like your fan music right. page. Yes. Cool. You There's a nice quote here. We were talking about Mike Greensill, mm-hmm. the great piano player, yes. who often partners up with his wife, Wesla Whitfield, yes. who's an incredible singer Amazing. as well. And she says of you, this is about Kelly, who has a glorious voice and captivating entertainer with charm to burn. Hey, what do you think that of goes that? with the too darn hot theme, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, charm to burn. Oh, yeah, I, hey now. <laughs> I don't know. Are you sizzling this morning? What do I'm, you think? Huh? Uh, yeah, Wesla's great. You know, Wesla has really influenced. Actually, Mike and Wesla have really been a strong influence on my performing. And uh, Wesla's known for her phrasing and her being able to tell the story with a song. And she's definitely one of my idols. I mean, she probably wouldn't want me to say that about her, but she is. You know, I really look up to her. And I've uh, worked with her. She's coached me. I've just been like a sponge and soaked up every single thing she's taught me and and integrated it into my performing. So I really owe her a lot. These are amazing mentors to have, Mike yeah. and Wesla. Yeah. Also Terry, Terry Bradford. Terry you worked Bradford. with him too, right? Yes. Another 
past guest on this show. Fantastic. He really, he was the first person when I decided to step back into my music career. He's the first person that I worked with. And um, he really got me to tap deep down into those feelings. You know, when you're singing about something, you want to be able to, to, to bring that emotion to the song. Oh yeah. So yeah. And and also stylizing. Yeah. so what we just heard, Too Darn Hot, what were you thinking of? What was down there? What were you tapping oh, into? Um, what was coming forth? It, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a sexy song. <laughs> so <laughs> it's definitely kind of a double entendre. And, you know, I'm kind of thinking along those lines, just being flirtatious and having fun, but also with like a, like a wink, you know, just, Boop. you know, beep, <laughs> bing. <laughs> That's very nice. Yeah, those are, I, those are some great stories. Did I yeah. throw you off at that? No, no, I'm just, you know, I don't know if, if what I have to follow Six up with eight. that. Here's what I have to follow up with that. <laughs> it's lightning round time. We're going to play Napa Valley's favorite game oh my gosh. with Kelly Fuller. This go. is called Who Wrote It? You have had quite the career since you kind of gave up the morning radio to mm-hmm. really focus on your singing. And much has been written of you oh and your performances. So what we're going to do... Is I'm going to go down a list of descriptions that have been written of you. Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay. Are you ready? These yeah, are the all so. published. Oh, how funny! Descriptions funny. of Kelly Uh-oh. Fuller. Uh oh. And you will have. Uh, let me give you two seconds. Oh no. To answer each one, see if you can identify oh who wrote it. Okay. Are you ready? I I think so. <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Number one. I'm not going to name number them all, but here we go. Okay. <laughs> a statuesque Napa Chanteuse. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, my gosh. I don't think I've ever heard that. Pierce Carson. Oh, Pierce. Pierce. All right. A model set to prance down a catwalk. Fish? Was that fish? Pierce Carson. Oh, Pierce. <laughs> Pierce, I love you so much. Sassy Kelly. <sighs> Pierce? Pierce Carson. Okay, <laughs> Vulnerable, lovelorn woman. Oh no, that's Pierce. Pierce because Carson this is from a yeah. Okay, Kelly the Broadway Belter. That's Pierce. Kelly the hipster. That's Pierce. Kelly the cynic. I see where this is going. Pierce. Kelly the mystic. Uh, my mom. No, <laughs> Pierce. Kelly the sex kitten. <laughs> Judd. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> Not me either. Pierce. It, it was Lauren Mole. That's right. Lauren. <laughs> no, it was Pierce. What? Pierce oh, Carson. You just see look on Lauren's face. He's like, what the? What? What Pierce the Carson wrote all of those. Oh, that's hilarious. In one article. <laughs> that's hilarious. That was all from one it article. It took me a while to get it, but I finally got it. <laughs> from the Napa Valley Register, <gasps> uh, so I think funny, after John. a show at yeah, it was, it was a silo silos, show. I think. It was, yes. It was a great write-up, but he, I couldn't believe how many different <laughs> descriptions because he had of In you. that particular show. Yeah. This, I chose the songs that had a lot of contrast that, mm. that were. So you were kind bringing, of presenting different characters. Right. Of your I think that was my your... Confessions show. It might have been Confessions. Okay. And I was like, oh my gosh, Judd, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was nervous. I thought, I'm going to leave someone out and I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> no, nope, all Pierce, who will not come on this show, apparently. But uh, I'd love to have him. Oh, come on, Pierce. No, he keeps saying he, he will. No, but he travels a lot. I know, I know. He travels he a lot, just but doesn't, he would be he, awesome he, on this show. And I'm only saying this publicly maybe to get him to. Because yes. every time I see him, I'm like, oh, we got to do it. We got to set it up. But then I don't hear from him. But Aww. he is so interesting. And he, he has is. seen so much in this valley oh, over the years. Stories. As Ooh. a hard news reporter, as a lifestyle reporter. Yes. 
knows everybody up and down. I just would love to it. have him. Work it, Judd. Work it. If you can put in a good word. I will. I just did. Thank come you. Come on, Pierce. All right. Come on, Pierce. Let's have you on. And uh, we'll see what people write about you, the statuesque <laughs> Napa Chanteuse that you are. <laughs> I need to put that on my website. I really do. <laughs> Here. You can have this. Hmm. Already, already uh, fil- well, fil- filtered them all out for you. That's, <laughs> oh, that, that you're too much, Judd. <laughs> Birthing babies, a yes, whole sir. side of Kelly. I bet a lot of folks don't know about, yeah. but this is a big part of who you are—the mm. nurturing side. The yes, yes. Well, let's I, talk I, about it. You, all right. you, you have been a midwife, a doula. Well, um, not a midwife, but a midwife's assistant, assistant, assistant to okay. a midwife. Thank you. Um, which we did home births and water births, and um, I was a doula, which is someone that um, supports really the birthing family prenatally, educates them, whatever they want to know, helps them prepare for the birth to have the best experience possible. And then I come to them when they're in, when she's in labor, they call me. So it's oftentimes long before they would go to the hospital. Hmm. And so I'll make sure that she's staying hydrated and I'm an information bank for her. I'm a support, um, emotional support, massage, comfort measures, you know, that sort of thing. So it's, it's, there's nothing medical about being a doula you're not providing medical care you're providing comfort and, and emotional and, support comfort all of that yeah. and this and scientific research shows that a woman with a doula has you could look it up to get all the specifics but they usually have a better outcome in every way because a relaxed if she's more yeah. relaxed if the partner's relaxed she's going to have a better birth overall reduce the rates of cesareans reduce rates of use of drugs epidural it's just usually well, it can be a, a stressful experience. situation, you know, when the baby's coming. Yes, it's good to have it somebody can. in there to keep things calm, right. let folks know kind of what to expect, what's happening, right? Exactly. How to cope with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, how how long did you do this? How many babies did you birth? Over a hundred. Wow. Over a hundred. Um, and I run into them all the time. It's so much fun. Really. To see, you know, I I of course don't recognize the children, but mm-hmm. I'll recognize the mom. And and just the other day, I was in Trader Joe's, and there was one of the one of one of the moms and and I saw this child next to her and I'm like oh is this my doula baby she's like oh no 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 this one is and then here comes this tall much older child and I went oh, oh. I started in 2000 so my oldest doula babies are 15 yeah you would not recognize <laughs> so you them, still you? think you know oh two three four five years old no. right like when you said your daughter graduated high school I'm like right? what that little <laughs> That cute kid. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really fun. And I actually did catch two babies. Meaning you actually, like, they came out into your arms. I say catch them because the the mom delivers them. Right, right. But, yes, (laughs) two that came really fast. So before... Nobody was there but me and, you know, like, the husband and actually her her mother. Yeah. It was the same woman both times. She just... She's speedy. Uh, yeah. I mean, she just she was a baby machine. I say she was great. <laughs> okay. But, you know, it's not exactly anything you necessarily really want to have happen because, you know, you never know. You really want that professional there with the medications and everything if needed. But in hindsight, when everything turns out great, you go, wow, I just helped a life come out. Like I literally like one one time the baby just like was flying out. I mean, the, oh, man, I caught in my bare hands, you know, <laughs> it was it was awesome. Ooh, I mean, no course, gloves or anything. Of course, I love I think it was kidding, amazing. I'm of course, kidding. I loved it. I was like, oh, my God, it's amazing. You know, I did. Wa- I have time to wash my hands and that was it. And I have time to put gloves on or anything. Yeah, it's a miracle. It's incredible. How watching wonderful. birth. Yeah. Time stands still. It's just, there for it's, that. it's such a miracle. It's such an amazing thing. Magic moment. You, yeah. you, you were the voice of the morning, you know, creating a, a new day for everyone here in Napa Valley. You're here <laughs> birthing people. You create these experiences. <laughs> kind of, they're all birth experiences, aren't they? Yeah, I guess they are. I'm getting a little are. too uh, a little carried away with this. 
Uh, let's talk about a couple of your charitable organizations or things that you sure. like to do community wise. Oh, um, yeah. I know you're involved with the Humane Society. I am. I you're am involved with veterans. You're... Well, just yesterday, I got some really big news. Oh, what's that? So some people may or may not know that I have been trying to get our American Legion Hall remodeled, mm. the Post 113 remodeled. It is it right built, here downtown, right down here, right downtown here. It has fallen into such extreme disrepair mm. that it's shocking. What has happened is most American Legions are owned by the city, I believe, the city or the county. And they're maintained. For some reason, this one is owned by the members. And so just as the population has aged and, you know, they, they used to rent it out for income, that, and as the building fell into disrepair, it just got further along. It snowballed, got out of hand, right? They've tried. They put a new roof on. So it's really horrible. Mm. For the last, it's before the earthquake, about a year and a half, almost two years, we've been trying to raise money. And there's been a lot of roadblocks. It's just been so frustrating, but I refuse to give up. Home Depot, as of yesterday, it's official. They are going to do most of it. Wow. It's Kelly, congratulations. It's going to happen. And there's still some that we're going to need to fundraise. There's still some that the community is going to need to provide for our veterans. But if you can see how run down this place is and how much it's falling apart, you, uh, it's made me cry. Mm. Like I have cried and cried over this because our veterans deserve better than that. A lot yeah, of better. Of course, of course. And I know, and they, they have, some of them have the impression that Napa does not care about their veterans for various reasons, which we don't have time to go in now. We're going to show them that we do care care that they're they're wrong and we do care about them very much people do and you certainly do i know you even go up to the veterans home on we don't have a lot of time to get into this but on sundays to to do the yes, dancing the swing dancing with dance, them yeah with, ballroom. with them sing sometimes with the band oh that's wonderful yeah Kelly, i gotta ask you something uh, yeah. i don't know that anyone's ever asked you this so it's up to you whether you want to answer or not oh, boy. get a little personal but <laughs> you never know with chad do you go nuts for donuts and and if i say vegan Yes. If you say vegan, uh-huh. I say we can. <laughs> yes, I love donuts. Are you here kidding? Here we go, right here. We have Are a, you kidding a right vegan now? maple donut for you <gasps> right now. Where did you get it? Now, what I'm going to ask you is what... Can I eat it? Yeah, it's a donut. Mm. It's vegan. It's maple. Look on the wrapper, Kelly. The yeah. bakery. The bakery. Yeah, sure. Oh, my God. It's you know so they good. Do. Now, which one of your tunes are you going to think about or suggest if somebody goes and gets a vegan maple donut that which track do they put on what accompanies mm. off your album how about something beautiful like nature boy nature boy oh nature boy i love that tune we'll pop that on maybe on the podcast is that all right yeah Can I put that absolutely. on we'll think about oh, I have another bite. vegan donuts oh. and now it's time to play everyone's favorite party game here on judd's napa valley show this is mad libs that's right <laughs> kelly fuller you know this game, right? The fill-in-the-blank word uh, yes, game. Yes, I've, I've heard your show before. I love it. Okay, right. well, let's get to it. It's your turn, so you kind of okay. know what to expect. Okay. And I apologize in advance. I need a geographic location. Anywhere. Bajor. Bajor? What's the bit with Bajor? Um, it's a planet where the Bajoran people live. You oh. Know, first, too uh, much Star Trek. S- Star Trek, okay. I'm a Trekkie. I mean, great. And we found that out about you, too, right now. <laughs> Thank you. Keep learning. A verb ending in I-N-G. Stimulating. Stimulating. Like this show. Yeah, that's it. That's been a good mm-hmm. one. Uh, another verb ending in ing. Gyrating, <laughs> which is what we were doing when you played your opening number. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate that. A- another verb ending in ing. <laughs> really? On, 
On the same track, undulating. Undulating. I like this. All right. An adjective. Purple. Purple. Another adjective. Stickery. S- stickery. Like, you know, what, when you don't what shave. You know, like like on your like if I don't shave my legs, like they're kind of stickery. Right oh, now. okay. Your like face stickery my, right, right, now? right now it is a little stubble. Yeah, okay, see? stickery. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. A plural noun. Kittens. Kittens. Which is what we have in our house right now because we're fostering kittens okay, from the shelter. Aww. Look at you. <laughs> my what daughter is, is in charge of that and my son. A plural noun? Uteri. <laughs> Uteri. Okay, back to your uh, doula, mm-hmm. midwife, assistant days. Very important. And organs. finally, a state, of, a state of being. Something that, how you could feel or be. Funkiness. Funkiness. All right, <laughs> here we go. Earlier today, perhaps oh. at uh, about a quarter to four this morning when I got up, I was perusing your email, uh, not your email, I saw your email saying you'd be here. I was perusing your website, looked on your bio, and we have just rewritten part of that bio <laughs> right now via this Mad Libs. Okay. I thought you said you heard this show. This is what I we know, do. I just love it. I'm just All thinking right. where we're going now. Here we go. <clears throat> where are we going? Here it is. Kelly got her start in the schools of Bejor. Yes. That's the planet, right? Okay. Yes. Playing playing various instruments, stimulating, gyrating, and undulating from a very young age. Well, now that's true. (laughs) Apparently so. (laughs) Kelly Fuller is one of those purple vocalists that cannot be locked into a single genre or decade, performing some of the most stickery songs and hidden kittens spanning the early 1900s to the 1980s. Breaking through barriers, she always offers wonderful uteri. Oh, my gosh. Uh, as she brings jazz, blues, and the great American songbook to the stage with her own blend of humor, intimacy, and funkiness. funkiness. Kelly yes. Fuller, <laughs> it has been a pleasure having you thank here. You, KellyFuller.com. What fun I've had. Judd, thank Let's you do it again. so much. I love it. This is Lauren Mole speaking for Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gillamar production. There was a boy, a very strange, enchanted boy. They say he traveled very far, very far, over land and sea, a little shy and sad of eye, but very wise was he. And then one day, one magic day, he passed my way. And though we talked of many things, fools and kings, this he said to me. The greatest thing you learn. Is just to love and be loved in return. 
day One magic day he passed my way And though we talked of many things Fools and kings This he said to me The greatest thing you'll ever learn is just to love and be.